In this episode of Josh Reads Other People's Published Poetry, I'm going to read Speaking Of by Lenore Candle from the collected poems of Lenore Candle. Speaking Of It all began when Bodhidharma appeared, floating in midair simultaneously over Times Square, the Golden Gate Bridge, and Metro Golden Mile. In each case attended by 17 lingam-orientated nuns playing Dixieland on B-flat harmonicas. Every taxi in sight blinked its headlights reverently, and the horns blew for one and one-half solid hours, deafening all bubblegum chewers instantly. In San Francisco, the bikus and the stockbrokers two-stepped out of the hills, pelting the cheering crowds with chocolate-covered Dixie Mills and yellow roses. In New York, everyone came out of the subways. There were faces there that hadn't seen daylight in years, and dissolved at once under the strain. The trolls, the elephants, and the Polish bagpipers union danced the horror in Central Park, while little children on roller skates distributed reefers, and the French Navy took over the Staten Island Ferry, sailed to Capri with a load of drunken chorus girls. In Hollywood, the spotlights went on in front of all the gas stations and all the laundromats, and seven thousand starlets stripped to the waist and sung the hallelujah chorus riding camelback up the sunset strip. Up in mid-sky, old Bodhidharma sat smiling gently and scratching at his crotch waiting for the man to ask the question so he could shrug his shoulders and split. Thank you. On to the commentary for Speaking of by Lenore Candle. Just to quickly, like not quickly, but clear up a few things, um, or perhaps explain a few things. So, um, Bodhidharma was, and I'm reading this off Google, um, was a Buddhist monk in the 5th or 6th century who was credited with transmitting Chan Buddhism to China. Um, and according to zenbuddhism.net, Chan Buddhism in China was later known as Zen in Japan. Um, so Bodhidharma was not really interested in you know, becoming a king or, or ruling over people. Bodhidharma was more interested in helping people um, attain enlightenment, you know, become, you know, to find nirvana. more or less, and a, a bhikkhu, which it says in the, I think, fourth stanza, third or fourth stanza, where it says in San Francisco, the bhikkhus and the stockbrokers two-stepped out of the hills. A, a bhikkhu, I don't know, I hope I'm pronouncing that properly, um, is a ordained male monastic Buddhist. Um... I think Bhikkhu is specifically a male monastic Buddhist. I'm not sure what the female, uh, ordained female monastic in Buddhism is, but Lenore Candle has used Bhikkhu and Bodhidharma. I actually don't, I feel you don't need to know who Bodhidharma is um, or what a Bhikkhu is to enjoy this poem. Um, it is very sort of typical of, of some of the beats. Um, to use a lot of Buddhist imagery in their poetry. I mean, characterized it a lot, but he got it from people like Rocks, Kenneth Roxworth, and definitely from Gary Snyder. I mean, Gary Snyder introduced 
Ginsburg and Kerouac too, that whole sort of tradition. Um, but of course, what you don't read about is all the women beats who, women beat writers who were doing the same thing. They were just as well read and just as well educated, in some cases far better read and far better educated than their male counterparts. And while I don't know a lot about Lenore Candle as a person, her poetry does really kind of, the, her writing and her, her language choice and the references she makes and the, the pop culture, not just the pop culture references, but the sort of the Eastern philosophy references she makes in her poetry, you do get a sense that this is a, a narrator who really does know what she's talking about. And I, I kind of like how this poem balances the silly with the serious. And you and that last stanza, up in mid-sky, old Bodhidharma sat smiling gently and scratching at his crotch, waiting for the man to ask the question so he could shrug his shoulders and split. So this whole idea that you know, all this stuff is happening and everything's going on in New York and San Francisco and Hollywood and Central Park, wherever Central Park is, I've never been to America, but you know, all this stuff is happening and all this stuff is going on. At the end of the day, you know, what can you do? And I feel like this is the other sort of poem where every reader will bring themselves to the poem and get a very different meaning. So when I read this poem, I I guess I get the imagery of that kind of Eastern philosophy and sort of hubbub and, and busyness of, of life and a kind of how life shouldn't be taken seriously, despite the fact that it is serious. But then I could be reading too much into the poem as well. I just, to be honest, I just really enjoyed reading this poem, and I hope you enjoyed it as well. Uh, thank you for your time. As ever, I really appreciate you listening to my podcast. Thank you.